Well, Merry Christmas. What a joy it is to be here together this, uh, at this time. Uh, this evening, we celebrate the birth of the Messiah, uh, the Son of God, born of the Virgin Mary, uh, Jesus the Christ, born at just the right time. Uh, in Galatians 4.4, Paul writes, When the right time came, God sent his Son, born of a woman, subject to the law. Why did Jesus come? He writes, God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his own children. So God sent Jesus in the fullness of time at just the right time. And uh, I would like to tell you a story about Jesus and the fullness of time. Everybody says, okay. Um, So long before Jesus was born, uh, a woman named Naomi went with her husband Elimelech to the land of Moab uh, because of a great famine that had taken place uh, where she lived. And so they went to the land of Moab, and there her husband Elimelech and her two sons died. Over the course of time, the famine passed, and Naomi went to go return to the, to the land that she had come from. And with her went one of her da- the daughter-in-law of her now-dead sons, Ruth, came with her. So now Ruth and Naomi journeyed back to Naomi's homeland. After Ruth and Naomi arrived home, Ruth, Naomi's daughter-in-law, began to glean wheat behind the harvesters to uh, keep Ruth and Naomi from starvation. And every day, uh, Ruth gleaned kernels of wheat, and every day, the landowner named Boaz made sure that Ruth had enough to eat. And so Ruth would return to Naomi and she would have more food than she would normally have because Boaz was so generous. Well, one day Naomi asked her daughter-in-law, Ruth, to present herself to Boaz because Boaz was their kinsman redeemer. We don't know what kinsman redeemers are these days, but as a distant relative, Boaz had the legal right to redeem Naomi and her family by marrying Ruth and carrying on Naomi's family name. So Ruth did, as a good daughter-in-law, did as her mother-in-law asked and presented herself to Boaz, and both Ruth and Naomi were overjoyed at Boaz's response. What a joy and a blessing when Boaz responded willingly. And after some negotiations with another relative, Boaz married Ruth, the Moabitess, and redeemed her. So no longer were Ruth and Naomi poor widows, but they had been redeemed by their kinsman redeemer, Boaz. Now, um, this might have been the end of the story. Might be the end of the story for me, too, since I have all my notes out of order. Um, It was a happy resolution, uh, but this isn't the end of our story. Ruth and Boaz had a son. Anybody know? Can you guess? His name was Obed. And Obed had a son named Jesse, and Jesse had a son named David. And that's right, Boaz and Ruth were the great-grandparents of King David, who lived in, and was born in that same small town of Bethlehem. So Ruth and Boaz had made their home there, and this was Bethlehem. David was born in Bethlehem. 
But we're still not at the end of the story. We haven't reached the fullness of time. Centuries later, shepherds looked out across the field of Ruth and Boaz to the little town of Bethlehem where David was born. Suddenly, an angel appeared. The heavens were lit up. The glory of the Lord shone upon them, and they were terrified. The fullness of time had finally come, spoken up in Galatians 4.4. 4. Uh, the, she- the angel told the shepherds not to be afraid. He brought good news of great joy for all people, not just Jewish people. And heaven exploded. There was a great company of angels praising God. Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. And so the shepherds now knew that across the fields of Ruth and Boaz, in the very town King David had been born, lay the Messiah, the Son of God, the one foretold by the prophets at just the right time, the one predicted by Micah in Micah 5.2, but you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times." It was the same one predicted by the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 9-2. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the deep darkness, a light has dawned. And Isaiah 9-6, for unto us a child is born, a son is given. The government shall be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. So God has sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law, to buy freedom for us who are slaves under the law. Jesus was born to be a greater kinsman redeemer than Boaz, so that God could adopt us as his children. And so tonight, we celebrate Jesus coming in the fullness of time to redeem us for our sins so that we can be adopted as God's children. The shepherds heard this good news, and they went immediately to go see the Christ child. They wanted to see this good news that had been told to them that had just exploded into their lives. And then, upon seeing the child, the next thing they did is they went and told everyone else. This is the time of year that we celebrate the incarnation the Christ child, the God coming to us in the fullness of time. I believe the fullness of time happens in two ways. One is it happened in a particular time when Christ was born. We might say three ways. Jesus is coming back. But there's a fullness of time in our lives that Jesus arrives and he makes himself known to us and we live powerfully in his presence. And when that takes place, we want to tell others. And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Well, We believe that Jesus shines light in the darkness. And this morning, or this morning, I'm so used to saying this morning, um, this uh, afternoon, uh, we want to symbolically uh, do that ourselves here. So we're going to have a candle lighting service. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to light a candle from the Christ candle. So we have these candles. One's precariously low there, so I'm glad we're, this is our last time lighting them. Uh, but we have the hope, the joy, the love, the, um, the faith candle, and in the center we have the Christ candle. And so what I'm going to do is light a candle from the center, and then I will light a couple candles. And what you will do is you will, in the front row, you'll light each other's candles, and then you'll go and light the back candles. Now we're going to dim the lights here, so it's going to get a little dark. If you have children with you, Uh, Please be mindful that there are open flames here. 
and, uh, and act accordingly. And then when we're all done, um, uh, we're, we're going to be singing Silent Night during this time. And when we're all done, we'll, put, we'll extinguish our candles and put them in the, uh, the metal bin in the back here. All right, let me just pray for us real quick. Father, thank you for this time here together. And I pray that you bless each man, woman, and child here. I'll let this Christmas be a sweet time. And uh, Father, as we light these candles, I pray that you would uh, light, bring that light into the presence of our lives and help us to bring it into others. In the name of Jesus, amen.